Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm Jackie, and I'm joined here alongside with my co-host today, Laura. Say hi, Laura. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jackie. Hello. Today, we are talking about our do's and don'ts for Marathon Weekend, whether it's marathon, 10K, 5K, half, goofy, dopey, but we, we've kind of experienced it all, and we, we now can look back and say, I think we're pretty experienced at this weekend, and we have learned some lessons over the years, things oh, we I did, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's some things like we look back, like especially last year, being like, wow, we did that right, and then, you know, things that you look back maybe to previous years and say, oh, we did that wrong. So, Not so much. Yeah. So these are sometimes li like little tidbits, maybe just little things we figured out, and thought we'd share with you to save you the aggravation hopefully or stress I mean there's a lot of stress going into race weekends as it is I think for a lot of people and we are trying to help eliminate that because we want everyone to have a joyful time right absolutely <laughs> so before we begin, uh, we are going to talk about our joyful smiles for the week, and that's when we usually talk about something nice or something that is fun, and this week we, we you know, we got a little behind, so we just thought we are going to share some reviews that we got, because um, this makes us smile, and um, on our, our podcast, so Laura, do you want to share those with everyone? Absolutely. Well, we have one from Emily S. from Minnesota. Who says, my daughter and I are training for the half in January, and we love listening to the recap episodes on our long runs. It's so motivating. Thank you. With a purple heart. Thank you so much. Oh, thank and I, you. I'm glad they're helping. Purple Minnesota Vikings. I'm wondering if it's related. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next is from, my name is ABCDD, which I absolutely love. I think we follow her on Instagram too. A, B, C, D, D. It's so cute. A, B, C, D, D. <laughs> and she uh, gave us another five stars um, and said, I love listening to the Joyful Miles crew when I'm training for races. They keep it so positive while also being incredibly real about their experiences. Running isn't always pretty and fluffy, so I appreciate that they acknowledge that while still maintaining their joyful outlook. And that means a lot to... I know both of us, Jackie, because that is something that we've really strived to do. We want to be positive, but also raw and honest and, you know, yes. give you the full yeah. scoop. We're not going to be all fluff and sunshine and rainbows, but at the same time, I don't want anyone to feel discouraged or doom and gloom either after listening to, to us. So thank you for that one. Exactly. And the next one is, I got to think about this name for a second, Stute Irene. <laughs> kind of cool there. Um, they said, uh, so helpful with their five-star um, review. Just ran my first Run Disney race at Wine and Dine. These podcasts and the YouTube videos allowed me to go into the weekend feeling prepared and excited. I oh, love wow. listening to these on my long runs. The tips are so helpful, and the race recaps make me want to do every Run Disney race. Thank you for all your hard work on making these. They are greatly appreciated. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That's a great. We're smiling. Joyful <laughs> smiles. I'm not good with the, right. like the jingles. I'll leave that up to you, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm good either, but it just happens. It rolls. 
All right. So, Laura, do you want to just start digging right in to our meat and potatoes here? Or, oh, you, know uh, what? you know what? I'm going to do a quick announcement first because I don't think right. we've said this in any of our podcasts. I don't know. I was just here. How am I supposed to remember what we say? Um, <laughs> but we are going to be having um, another joint meetup with Kimberly Estabrook and Gerald from Res Runs. Uh, it will be on Friday, January Jackie, <laughs> do you remember? I have no calendar in front of me. Hold on, um, hold on. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the picture I sent you, the graphic draft. We're getting there. We're getting there, guys. Wow, we sent a lot of messages. <laughs> Friday, January 11th um, at 3 o'clock to 4.30 at the Boardwalk near Ample Hills Creamery. So, would love to see you there. Also, yes. keep in mind that if there is inclement weather, um, what we would have done before is we dashed on up to the wedding pavilion. It's right within sight. Uh, we can't really set up the wedding pavilion though because we don't know if there's going to be an event there. But if it is open, we can use that. So if you do not see us um, opposite uh, Ample Hills, just take a little gander up there and, and we'll be up there. All right. And, and yeah, just, you know, Boardwalk is, if you're not, um, if you're new to Disney, Boardwalk is one of the resorts. You can actually walk there or take a boat there from Epcot or Hollywood Studios. We choose to do it at a resort so that if some people don't have park tickets, we, you know, they can come and still meet with us. And there are some places to eat there. We, so um, we found this is a great location and um, yes. pretty, pretty center and easy to get to. So anyway. All right. So one thing, Jackie, that, you know, you and I have discussed for this um for the show we really want to concentrate on things that are still within your control um this goes up uh friday um december 14th so we have uh, roughly four weeks until marathon weekend um so we just want to concentrate on things that are within your control during that time and things for race day packing etc so all right so let's just jump into some pre-race things things that you can be doing now in these uh, few weeks uh, things that we have done right and things that we've done wrong in the past. And a big one for me, Jackie, is tapering. I just tapering, some years I, I, I get it so right, and some years I just fail so much. What about you? <laughs> I honestly am someone who, who struggles with, with training. So I, I'm bad too. I mean, I'm like in my head, sometimes for me mentally, I just want to get that one last long run in when I yes. probably should be tapering at that point. Um, so give yourself the rest if you need it. Um, one thing, I mean, I don't know if it goes along with tapering, but, um, don't, you don't want to get sick. So it's hard with the holidays. Do not burn yourself out. And yes. that I think goes along with tapering. Don't do too much too soon. Yes. Too close to the race. I do have that on my list. I mean, I, granted, I, of the two of us, I'm the germaphobe. <laughs> You've accepted that. But you really do want to make sure you wash your hands often. You take you know, plenty of vitamin C, take your vitamins, eat well. Have those cookies, though, those holiday cookies, all right, because you are yeah. burning a lot of calories. But you really just want to take care of yourself, um, have a good restful sleep. But for tapering, too, which is why it's so important, is you really need to give your body some time to recover from all of that heavy training. And you have to refill your tank, you know, because once you reach your peak week, your tank is empty. You need some time to fill that back up. And um, Heather did a really good video um, about tapering and why you should do it and then why it's so beneficial that I'll go ahead and put in the show notes because clearly I'm not, <laughs> I'm not too She's good about the trainer. that. 
I, I'm yes. very bad. This is very, very bad. Don't ever do this. This is very wrong. But sometimes I like to make up missed runs. And that is something that I cannot allow myself to do anymore because that big mistake. <laughs> um, another thing that um, I feel that I personally done wrong in the weeks prior is I really didn't read the digital event guide. <laughs> this is a little bit of arrogance on my behalf. Like, oh, how many run Disney races have I done? I don't need to read all that. And yes, because they're always making changes and oh, yeah. there's always a new policy or always something that comes up so you really do want to read that remember the first year when they stopped giving power rate at the oh 10k <laughs> we had no idea i can't remember what race weekend that was but we were all like oh my god we were dying because you're just we've gotten used to having that and you know we just we, and we were like how did they not know and then we we looked at the guide and we we're like oh it says it right here <laughs> Uh, never mind. Never mind. It's their own fault. So definitely right. Take, right. take the moment to read that. Exactly. Um, something else that goes underneath my wrong column for pre-races, and I'm calling myself out, Jackie. I am not doing enough rolling, stretching, and I'm taking pretty crappy care of myself. Like the other day I was on the treadmill, I think at like four o'clock, and I was so tired. And I had like no energy and I got to think well, what, what, what did I eat today? And I realized that I had not eaten at all that day because it was a very hectic day. It's a very bad habit of mine. So you have got, got to get that nutrition in, roll, stretch, do all that good stuff. For sure. I do re remember last year, my knee was starting to feel a little like tweaked, a little, little bit of discomfort um, come mid-December. And one thing I did right, even though it hurt my heart, um, we usually go, we have season tickets for the Buffalo Bills. And I remember there was this game in December and I was, and we parked so far and I'd have to have all these clothes and boots. And I decided not to go to the game. I just did not want to risk getting sick and hurting my knee. And it ended up being this really great game. And it was snowing unbelievably. It snowed. It was, they call it the snowball. And I missed it. And I'm like, oh, I could have been there. But in my head, I was like, I'm glad I didn't. Um, yeah. you have to make smart choices and sometimes that means missing out on things, but I just always look at it. Like we've spent so much money for this weekend, especially those dopey runners. And, um, yes. it, it just wasn't worth it to me at that, you know, at that time. Yeah. This is something that we've said before. Um, but I know with run Disney, you kind of tend to look at it as a little bit more relaxed, but this is still a serious athletic event and you have to treat yourself like an athlete. Mm -hmm. something that I remind myself constantly as uh, something else that we have done. And, and you still have, you might have a little bit of time now is we've made ADRs uh, for pre-race meals where the restaurant serves food that we're used to. Um, maybe you can look at like, we've always had good luck with the wave for me. They, they always serve a meal that goes down really well. And also um, a lot of the sit down restaurants will offer meals for runners that are not on the normal menu. We have learned you have to ask, though. They will not just offer this information, even if you have a whole group of people wearing race medals from that day's race. So that and Jackie, counter service, too. Don't knock down yeah. counter service before a big race, because sometimes you just need to rest, and eating at your resort is good. Exactly. I think our first Goofy, you and I just sat at the pop and just had a nice meal. Yeah. One of the races. I think it was maybe before the half, and we just sat and chatted and relaxed and went to bed early. <laughs> right, right. 
And um, Jackie, what about making wise park plan choices? I got to go let yeah. H in. So you cover that while I get the dog. All right. So when it comes to park planning, I know for us, we, we do plan ahead what parks we want to do, which day, and we make all our fast passes. But one thing I suggest is give yourself the freedom to, to miss those and be at peace if you just can't do it. I mean, we have missed some really good fast passes with, because we're just tired and we don't feel like stressing or hauling all the way to that park to get to that fast pass. Now, I understand we're lucky in the sense we've been to Disney plenty of times, so I always have the mentality of, okay, I've done this before. It's okay if I miss it. But um, remember, the race really is your priority this weekend. You can still have fun and still do the park times, but you just don't want to risk not being able to finish the race. So just to me, that is a huge do is make the race your priority. You can still have fun, still do all the other things, but be, make wise choices when it comes to park time. Don't push yourself too much, especially you dopey runners, because you have all the energy in the beginning. And I'm telling you, by Saturday, it, it really can hit you hard. Yeah. We're going to talk about this later under self-care, but one thing that we've always done is made sure we rested on Saturday, took naps. I, I, I don't think we've gone to the park after the half ever. Uh, and, and keep in mind, like, even if you're like, well, I'm just going to go for a couple hours. I won't be long. If you're taking like bus transportation, you never know how long the bus is going to take or how long you're going to, if you have to stand on the, on the bus as you're going to a resort, that takes like a lot of toll on your legs. So, you know, if you really, really want to go somewhere to stretch your legs out, I would suggest taking an Uber. Put that in your budget now because that is going to go towards your self-care and it's well worth the money. I totally agree. Remember this, I know at Wine and Dine, we went, we were just going to Magic Kingdom, remember? <laughs> and we go and we get on the bus and the bus is just sitting there. We're like, what's wrong? And then it was broken down. Oh then they gosh. transferred us to another bus. Then they told us to go back to, by the end, we were like, okay, we're just going to Animal Kingdom. And so we went to Animal Kingdom and then eventually made our way to Magic Kingdom. But I mean, that was totally unexpected. And it was just a lot of nonsense and a lot of time wasted. Just be yes. prepared for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Try not to stress. Exactly. <laughs> so Jackie, are we ready to talk about some of our costume rights and wrongs, do's and don'ts yes. that we've done? And one yes. thing that we're always very careful of, especially for January races, is we come up with costumes that are easily adaptable for all types of weather. For sure. Last year, that I think is when we finally nailed it and did it right. We, you know, you work hard on costumes and you have this great idea, but when the weather is cold, you don't want to cover it all up. So we, we spent a lot of time really researching <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of time. Um, different ways to make the costume work, whether it's cold or, or warm outside. Um, for example, we did the stepsisters last year for marathon weekend and, I remember we had bought, you know, the tank tops. You had the, the purple, was it purple or pink? And I had the Purplish turquoise. Something. Yeah. And, but then we went out and bought long sleeve versions of it as well and made sure we had leggings to go with everything and packed extra leggings in case we had to wear them every day. So definitely want to prepare for all weather. That is a huge do. My very first goofy challenge, I checked the weather before I left. It looked really warm. And it was cold, especially for the half. And luckily, I had a friend that lent me some leggings. I only had shorts. 
I mean, yeah. I, was, I was like, what am I going to do? And I wore those leggings and a running jacket the entire time. Yes. So, so Jackie, I, I'm going to call myself out on something that I did very wrong last year. And you know what it is, but I did not finish my costumes early. And just it, things got so busy between the holidays and work. And it led to me having to sew, like finish up costumes Saturday night, uh, or actually, sorry, Friday night before the race. That caused a lot of stress. And you really want to get your costumes done early and learn from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to underline that had, and hold it. <laughs> we always are like, we'll do it in the room. And sometimes it's work. You remember last year it was so cold and we worked on our Elvis belts and we that had so much fun. fun. It was really fun. And, we and that was really fun. That wasn't something that I could do for everybody at home. Yeah. And it was fun. It was something we did. It was cold. We didn't want to go to the parks. It, it, it really was. But it was, it's funny how two days later, it wasn't fun anymore. It was no, like super no, stuff. It was gone. And something we actually have on our list uh, to talk about further away, but might fit in good here, Jackie, is to know and acknowledge what your triggers are, especially if you uh, are someone who has anxiety issues and, and uh, trouble dealing with stress. And I know one of my uh, triggers is not being ready in time because that usually leads me to having a sleepless night uh, the night before my departure. Um, and also uh, cold weather. I despise, we both despise cold weather to the core of our souls. I do not know why you live in New York and I live in Maryland. It <laughs> makes no sense. We're Florida gals apparently. But um, we make sure to pack a ton of extra clothes and go super prepared. I mean, we're talking, girl, we had hand warmers, feet warmers, you made those neck warmers. I, I mean, we had it all. Yeah, the now, body warmers for like, <laughs> if you have a sore back and you give those heat pads, we had those they all over. Best. And they were, yes, those were great. And these are things, if you're listening now, order because it's going to, you know, when you get near the end and you're like, okay, will it get delivered in time? Can I get it shipped? Where can I get it shipped? Right. Try to order that ahead of time, especially if you live in cold climates. Like for me, I'm like, I'm going to use them anyways at some point. You know, they don't, they last a while. So yeah, Mylar um, blankets, you can buy them on Amazon in like packs of 10. Very, you can also buy them at um, Walmart and Target, but it's a lot cheaper on Amazon when you buy them in this bulk. And, you know, I've done that and I bring enough for me and um, enough extras for others. Although I think all of us brought extras. So we, yeah. We were we all, we all were like community with that. We really did. I think Josh ordered a whole box of feet warmers, and those those helped a lot too. I love Josh for that. <laughs> I know, those are, were that's best. where I get the coldest. Another thing is gloves. Um, I was just listening to a podcast where someone didn't bring gloves, and you couldn't find them anywhere for sale in Disney because everybody was so cold. Yes. Um, so especially those, like even those little cheapy ones from the dollar store, just grab a bunch or what did we get the three packs from Walmart for like $2 oh, and yeah. everyone was just sharing them because there's always probably going to be someone in your group. Maybe that doesn't have something. And, right. Oh, it's, it's and we so coordinated nice them with our costumes too. Oh, yeah. So it kind of all made sense. So you do not have to sacrifice costume quality to be warm. Although Jackie, remember that one, was it last year? I tossed, we, we actually wore double layer of gloves and I tossed one pair and we were waiting in line for a character and I started to regret it. I ran back. Oh yeah, like, you were running back, and in the meantime, they had released the next oh, crowd. No, no, so that was when I dropped the one. Oh, okay. So okay. We were waiting. I think we were waiting for the the villains, like Maleficent, and I tossed the pair, and I ran. I had misgivings, and I ran back and got them. But oh yeah, 
we're running along and I dropped a pair of gloves and you know, I had to run back and get it. And I see the next corral coming towards me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I snatched the glove. And good friends that you guys are, you guys kept going. And I'm like, hauling ass to catch up with you. I mean, sorry. You're fine. <laughs> I'll beep that out. Anyway. I'm sure I am. Um, okay. okay, we're jumping all around. Uh, one thing that we've also made sure to do for um, the full is we always pick a very, very comfortable costume. Yes. Yes. I mean, I've seen people in all out crazy and kudos to them. But for me personally, it's a long distance and it's a long way. And I don't want, I'm uncomfortable enough as it is with the distance. So I don't want to add to it with, with poor costume choices. In fact, the first, first two, I think I just wore regular running clothes. And then last year, I think I finally, I dipped into the world of spicing it up and I, you know, but we stick with simple sparkle athletic skirts and like arm sleeves and they look pretty, but they're, they're comfortable and functional. So. I love the mini. And we're actually doing that kind of like as a group joyful miles. Anybody wants to join in. Um, we're wearing the polka dotted sparkle athletic skirt, calves, sleeves and arm sleeves and the visor. Yes. We are going to be rocking the dot. You don't like visors very much, but you did break for that. I do like that one. I don't know. It's, it it I looks do. pretty. I know. I like that one. All right. And, all, right. all right. So so here's an oddball one that I've done wrong before when it comes to costumes. And that was in 2015, I wore mini ears for the half and I did not pin them down. And I don't know if you remember, Jackie, but that was a very windy race. <laughs> oh, shoot. So that's what happened. Did you give them to somebody? I, I saw Leslie Moss. Uh, she, okay. I gave them to her, I guess, at the mile three mark. And then I actually saw her later on in the parks cheering. And she gave them back to me so I could wear them for the finish line. So uh, something Jackie and I have said often, very, very often, is you always want to bring spare bobby pins and safety pins. I actually will attach safety pins, no less than four, on my um, shoelaces. Early. Yes. Never. Pins, pins, pins. How many times have we needed pins? Even with our extras, we've needed more bring more and bobby pins and hair ties. You just don't know. You might be fixing your ponytail and it might break. You know, you just don't know. Or you know what? Your friend might need one. So exactly. And if you're at, if you go to the race, um, before the race, if you go to the area where they have, um, we're good. If you go to the area where they have runner information, a lot of times they will have safety pins there that you can use or go to gear check. Um, sometimes they will have a pack of uh, a stack of safety pins that you can borrow. All right, Jackie, let's get into some packing. And one thing that I know that I've done right and you are doing uh, right now too is I keep a very long packing list that I start in the weeks prior. Actually, I have a standard one that I, I keep reusing for each race. That way, in case I think of something or I see a good tip on Facebook, um, I will go ahead and write that on my packing list. And then on the day that I actually pack, I'm not like, oh, what do I put in? You know, I'm a little yeah. bit more prepared. I know you have one on our the Joyful Miles blog, a packing list. I always pull that up. I refer to it with every race weekend just because I know it's pretty detailed. And um, there's always something on your list that I see that I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'll run and grab that. So look, use some resources when it comes to packing. Um, just there's always some things you maybe forget about. One thing, um, too, that you and I also do now is, is because we're in a room with normally four girls and especially if everyone is doing the dopey challenge it can get really crazy is we make sure to use tools that help us stay organized um 
I did a video about this. Uh, you have this really cool garment bag that has like organizers in it. We're a big fan of the hanging sweater holders or shoe hangers and everyone can take a little section for themselves. Um, especially for Dopey, when you have four days worth of running costumes, you have a section for each race and you can put your goo gels, your salt tabs, whatever you need to pack in that section for the race. That's, and it has been helpful for me because that's a yeah. trigger. I, I, I need to be organized. If I'm not organized, then, <laughs> then you're stressed. And then it really, that is a huge tip because nothing like two in the morning, you know, the day of the race, you're frantically looking for something. Hmm. If, if anything you could take from this is just try to stay organized. Now, um, with packing over, you know, you introduced me to packing cubes. and Best thing ever. They, they really are helpful, even though I still haven't managed it right. But at least they're in some cube. I know my stuff's in one of them. I end up unzipping them a million times, finding the right one. <laughs> but um, packing cubes are great. Um, just keeping your stuff together in a room instead of sprawling everything out. Again, if you're sharing a room, that's really important. We kind of all find our own sections. It's pretty much stick to it. Um, and if, if you are switching resorts, which we have done and we're trying to avoid, but if you are doing that, staying organized is very critical for the move to keep things as smooth as possible. Yes. And another tip, carry on your do, huge do, is carry on your running things. On the Absolutely. <laughs> Always. Always. And also getting back to what you mentioned too about um, switching resorts, uh, Jackie, is I, if you are switching a resort like the day of the expo or the day after a race where you run the race and not the next day, I would definitely take an Uber or bring your suitcases with you. Do not trust them to Disney um, uh, Bell Services. I'm, I'm, that sounded very bad. <laughs> but so we tell them why your experience at Princess because yes. that was really stressful. Our suitcases did not nervous. show up until 11.30 the night before the 5K. So definitely keep that in mind and even Sarah was like hey why don't we get an uber we're all like oh no 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 we're fine we've never had a problem before well guess what yes <laughs> she was right she and then right, right after that our family went on the trip and the same thing happened to us and they were like oh we'll just move them to the other hotel and they didn't they were it was like 11 at night and none of us had our things and um again I I'm, this isn't knocking Disney it's just all about keeping yourself stress-free some yeah. things, sometimes things happen as out of their control. It's not intentional and you have to like protect yourself. Jackie, something else too, um, I know that we do, and this is most, mostly for those of you who are doing the Dopey Challenge in 2020, is we actually arrived the day before the expo. That gave us a little bit more time to settle in um, and, and that really was helpful for us. So just keep yes. that in mind when you're budgeting for a future race. I just wanted to throw that out there really quick. Um, also, Jackie, you uh, said something earlier when we were chatting before the show, um, is you pack warm clothes in your gear bag for after the race. Yes. Um, another example of, of that was this past wine and dine. I mean, the weather looked good. The lows all week were 65. And I think you and I had just bought our running jackets. And yes. we, we last minute threw them in our gear check bag. And I was so glad we did because when we finished, it was low 50s. It was breezy and we were freezing and we were waiting, you know, for our friends. And we, I was so happy we packed. I wish I would have packed more. But I remember last year after Dopey, I had fleece pants. I had a hat because, yes, you're warm. But when you're si if you're sitting waiting or celebrating, you're going to get chilled, especially if you've yes. been sweating. 
especially so, if you're a head sweater like I am, I brought a knit cap for after the 2015 race yoga pants jacket. I even brought um, a heavy poncho that I put over top of myself that I could take my running skirt off underneath and then put on my yoga pants to get out of my sweaty clothes. You know, it was a lot easier doing that than using a porter pot. Um, and uh, also the gear bring, check is sorry to cut you off. Gear check is very convenient. Um, yes. Sometimes it's a little scary with races. I know I've gone to other races and it makes me nervous. And in fact, I didn't do it for my first few Disney runs. Neither did I. I was very intimidated yeah. by it. Yeah, it's so easy. It's you, you basically have to walk through it to even get out of the race anyway. So you have to walk through the, the pickup. You just go to your letter of your last name. But um, it's so easy and you'll be happy you have that stuff. Yes. And bring a backup battery. And put it in your gear check if you, you have your phone because you're going to drain it running the race. Yeah, I know. I drain my battery. I need to take a portable charger with me for the full. For the half, yeah. I can get by, but I still have one in my bag. But for the full, I need to actually bring it on me. Another thing you want to toss in, if it is chilly, is you want to put in your own Mylar blanket. It's really, you know, for the most part, if it's a chilly day, Disney will have Mylar blankets to give out to all runners. But there have been some races in the past where they did not give them out, and I definitely could have used one. So, you know, if you don't use it, you don't use it, save it for another day, but toss them in, it's very small. Um, but getting into something that I have done personally wrong, I already mentioned this a little bit, but I want to emphasize that you don't want to wait until the day before you depart to do your packing. Uh, it just puts so much stress on you. Also, you've got to keep in mind that, you know, you're going to have, especially if you're doing dope, you're going to have four very, very early wake-up calls for the races, and if you're flying out early the day prior to hit the expo, that's five days. You don't want to be stressful the night before your departure, packing, where you cannot sleep and relax. So definitely try to do that the weekend prior. So that's my big tip, Jackie. <laughs> I just thought of one, and it might not be in order, and I apologize. Hey, girl, but I remember the place. <laughs> I remember this happening last year during the half. Um, you know, when you go to these races, it's nighttime. It's dark. and um you especially the half in the full when you come out of magic kingdom and you're running down the, that main road back toward you know, yes the, I gonna say. <laughs> the sun is rising and it is right in your face and i think last year i was the only one that had sunglasses girl i was like this close to tackling your butt and stealing the <laughs> and i don't even know why i'm never prepared how did i remember that and i have no idea bring your sunglasses because it's and it's so in your face that it almost like gives you a headache because it's rising so the sun's like low enough yet bright enough to just bother you for that good yes it's a long stretch too it's like a good hour this that reminds me of something i forgot to say before this show is going to be like three hours long jackie but i always make lists on my phone i have um a, a list app called wonderless that i absolutely love and I will make a list for each race, 5K, 10K, half, and full. And I will put on that list everything that I need to pack or do prior. So sunglasses will be on that most definitely. New, uh, you know, any gels, salt tabs, Vaseline my toes. Sometimes I forget to Vaseline my toes. And in the morning, I will go through this list and make sure that everything is, is packed. And it really helps me with my stress level. Again, getting into triggers. Being unprepared is a trigger for me. Having this list made at a time when I'm calmer and at home is so helpful. That's a really so, good idea. All right. Yeah. Jackie, I think we're ready to get into some nutrition because I know I've made <laughs> a lot of mistakes with this one, girl. 
All right. Sorry. I was like <laughs> ready to hear your cricket. Sorry, I was switching my pages here. I will say I tend to be, um, and I don't know if it's just the type of runner I am, or maybe I just have a lot of storage. I am I'm a little low key when it comes to nutrition. I mean, maybe I'd be better if I was better about it. But um, for me, you know, it's typically a honey stinger and um, I'm trying to think what else I usually bring. Maybe beans. That's it. But it was nice when Stephen was there with some extra nutrition for yeah, us. We're going to get year, into that. So. Um, in 2000, during the 2015 uh, marathon, when we did our first groupie challenge, I did not eat enough before the race and I did not bring enough food and nutrition with me. And I got so nauseous by, by mile 17. It was a situation where, you know, even if I did eat something, the well was already empty and it just would have made me sick. Um, even like, you know, they were giving out the little chocolate pieces. I got mm -hmm. a good bar with peanuts thinking that it would fill me up and it, I almost chunked it. Oh, no. <laughs> Too much information, but that's what you're going to get here. So, um, and then by mile 25, when you're finally in Epcot, I hit the wall and I literally thought I could not finish. So you definitely, I learned from that. Um, so for the 2016 uh, full, when we did Dopey, I ate a big breakfast before the race. I'm talking oatmeal and a whole wheat bagel with peanut butter. Cause you have to remember, it's not like at home. You're not like eating and then going to the race where you have a limited time before it starts. You're going to be staying around for a long time, right, Jackie? You're going to be in the crowd. Yes. Yeah, because you're up at like, well, okay, if you're crazy like us, like one one thirty. But okay, some other people might be two two thirty. But you're not even starting till in the sometimes like the six o'clock hour or near six, you know, depending where your corral is, of course. But still, that's hours, three hours minimum from the time you probably wake up to the time you start running, and that's a long time. If you think about, it, if you wake up for work at like eight o'clock, that would be like eating nothing till almost eleven or twelve. Right. So, and not only that, you're yeah. running. Yeah, you're active. You're standing. You're, and now you're running. So, you really have to take that into account. And right, that that is one thing I will say I've learned is to bring something with us to eat in the corrals because we'll maybe have something in the room, but then you know you're standing in those corrals for a while, and that's when when it starts to hit you and then you got to go run. So that's this we, year, we usually I'm eat definitely. a nature Valley granola bar. That's kind of you and I, that's our go-to yeah. snack. Definitely. Definitely going to do that. And we usually, uh, this year I'm definitely going to bring one for the corral and have something at the room. Yes, absolutely. Um, another thing that I did really well in 2016 is I followed my uh, nutrition plan to a T throughout the race. I had one of those pacing wristbands and I actually highlighted it when I was supposed to take my salt tab, when I was supposed to take my goo gel and all that. And I was little miss perfection. Um, I also learned too, and Steven offered to have us have food on the course. And I, the night prior, I gave him a Gatorade G2 and um, a whole wheat peanut butter bagel with a whole wheat bagel with peanut butter i'll get that out eventually and he met us what jackie that was like the round. it was just past mile uh like around 15 14 yeah. or 15 and um it was it was heavenly well he did that again for us in 2018 and i swear i when we came across and i saw him i felt like i was running in slow motion with i can be your hero baby <laughs> playing in my head because there is steven with a backpack full of food and you guys like i had him bring um, yeah, I, I, I had bagel envy. <laughs> yes. We did share, and I shared my bagel. I was I was kind, and he had Twizzlers. 
but it was perfection because we, especially if you're going to be stopping for character photos, we were out on that course, what, 20 Almost hours? Eight. Yeah, it was like seven or eight hours. It yeah. was a long time. So you think like, okay, at this point, we're out there maybe three hours, add on top the five hours before it started. That was a long time to be with like very minimal food. I, to me, I can literally still taste that grape Gatorade. Now, when you're doing the marathon, you're doing that's Powerade. And I think it was like that white cherry Powerade oh. last year, which you're having over and over and over and over and over again. So to have something different, it was like, it was like, oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, Steven, Steven's going to be there again this year. And we need to make him like a t-shirt or something, you know, that says I know. or something. Yeah. So. We should get him like angel wings and oh have him wear God. like a halo, like the race angel. I think he would do I that. I have we should get a piece of garland and we could just put it on his head like a little halo. Consider it done. Um, something <laughs> that um, I know that I've done before in the past is I made sure to bring my own recovery food because as much like I know after you finish the the full and you get your medal and your I did it picture and you just want to go to the beer line and well at least I do and get a beer you really have to remember to take in some protein within a half an hour because you still have a long day you're going to shower and go to the parks and celebrate so um, before I brought um, nutrition bars actually Jackie I'm trying something new this year that uh, Chris well next year that Chris mentioned when he was last on the um the the drinks like I think it would be easier for me to actually drink something than eat something by that point. So like um were they like a protein drink? We'll have oh, to ask him. Shit. Yeah, he he did say yeah. Gatorade has like a protein drink. Yeah, is it like a chocolate milk or something? Yes, yes. It was some sort of I know it sounds weird, Gatorade chocolate milk, but it was something like that. With that's a good idea. I should bring one of my shakes. I always drink those protein yes. shakes. I should freeze it, and then by the time we get done, maybe it would be. That, that's cool. a good idea. But you don't want to, whatever you do, you don't want to count on um, Run Disney for your recovery needs because those snack boxes, they do yeah. not have protein in them. So and I'm going to say by day four, I've had enough plastic cheese. Like, I, it's good, it's yummy, everyone loves it, but by day four, I, I don't know. It would be nice to have something else. So maybe in your gear check bag, pack, pack something like a good snack, pretzels or something in it. Yeah. they will sell they have a um a merch like a, a food tent there will have that will have some snacks you know no guarantees of what exactly they're going to have it might just be muffins or something very light so you definitely don't want to leave it up to choice i remember last year i just wanted so bad was a diet pop i've quit drinking pop since then which i still miss but i remember so badly and they had the huge beer tent you guys all had your beer and i was like i just want a pop and no one had a so I was so sad. Aww. So if you're like me, maybe throw in a little bottle of uh, whatever to Diet Coke or Pepsi or something. Yes. Yes. And open <laughs> it very carefully in case you drop your bag. You know what's like the worst part of the race? It's when you're, it's like the best part, but the worst is you're so hungry and you're getting near the end and you're in Epcot and you're by Spaceship Earth and you round right around that popcorn cart oh. and it smells so good. And you're just like, oh, it just you'll know it. As soon as you run past that, you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. It's like, well, that's, that's, that's something good that you did during the 2015 full. You actually bought some popcorn and either you had money or a credit card or like maybe your magic band. I don't think they have. Like yeah, that was the year I finished at the very back. I mean, we had the balloon ladies approaching. And so it had been, it was like, felt like two in the afternoon, maybe one thirty. I was starving. 
And we finally got to Epcot and I felt like I was, you know, safe. And I stopped and bought a popcorn. So there's actually pictures of me in Epcot at this point. Granted, I, we were walking at this point and um, I enjoyed that popcorn and, and Diet Coke that year. Maybe that's why I wanted it so bad last year. But. Well, I want to quickly, before we move away from nutrition, I want to quickly mention that during the 2018 pool, I was not as good with my nutrition. I was a little irresponsible. I didn't have my wristband and we were all having so much fun laughing and carrying on that there'd often be times where I did not take my goo. And I don't think I took my salt tabs too. I think I, for, and I know I forgot them too for wine and dine. So as much fun as you're having, as easy it is to get carried away, you have to take care of yourself. And also, this is a really good do for the, like, this helps the people around you because <laughs> sometimes you get a little hangry. And like, if you're running with your friend, you might get a little snippy with them or <laughs> short with them. So I'm not saying you did with me, but I'm just saying I know how I get and I know you get edgy. So it just, in the end, it's good for everybody. I know when I was running with Jenny, Jenny, and I got hungry, I just got very quiet, and it was just like, I, I'm trying not to chunk, and I was very mad at myself for making such an error, you know? So I guess that's something else, too. When you're out on the race course and something goes wrong, it's not, you're not gonna, no one's going to have a perfect race. You know, mm -hmm. have some grace, make a, a plan B, and deal with it the best you can. Um, and if someone is, is giving out snacks on the course, just ask for an extra helping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those um, people are wonderful. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jackie. So I think a lot of this we've already hit on, but we've missed some. But let's get into some self-care. Because that is one thing. You and I, I mean, we've made irresponsible choices for other race weekends. But when it comes to Goofy Dopey Marathon, we're, we're pretty good. Pretty good. I have yeah. to pat our backs for that. Uh, we always make sure to order um, food and drinks. Uh, I think last year we did Amazon. Yeah. So we could stay hydrated. Definitely. I think we always over order, but I guess it's better than under ordering. So definitely check that out. And remember that if you're new to Disney resorts, their gift shops do sell bigger sizes of things. I know like, uh, you, you know, you can go to the food court and get a little thing of milk, but you can also go to the gift shop and get like a half gallon. Yes. And that also goes for bottles of water. Like if you don't pre-order from Amazon, which, you know, we've done, but if you don't go to the gift shop, they have like a little refrigerator section. You can get a huge bottle of water that's cheaper than the little ones that you're going to buy at the uh, food court. Yes. And if you have a, um, an annual pass, you can get a discount on some items. It's kind of like wiggles, but you can um, get, but always, always make sure you ask uh, wherever you go. If you can get this discount, they do sell some snack items too. Um, something that we're always careful to do, especially on Saturday. If we do make an ADR is we make it very early. We're talking five o'clock. No later. Yep. Nope. You don't want to be sitting there waiting to eat, knowing you got to get up in a few hours. Exactly. Um, I've already really covered taking naps. Um, something else that I know we, I know I've been good with is taking an ice bath after um, the full, and I think I've done it before after the half as well. I have a very incriminating photo of <laughs> Megan, Ginny, and myself all crammed into an ice bath. Clothes were on though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that incriminating. I think I have one of you in one last year too. Yeah, I've got yeah, you timed me. <laughs> Something else that um, I know you love to do is you get into the hot tub. Oh, I know. I'm a, I love a hot tub girl. I do love it. But I will try to get in a, like I do the cold bath. I don't know if I actually put ice ice in it, but I'll sit in a cold bath for a little bit. It's cold as the water can go. And then I'll put my suit on and go sit in the hot tub and warm myself up. 
even the pool helps. I think last year we did do the hot tub for a bit at the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then we went to the pool for a little while. And it was chilly out, remember, but it felt good. And I think you and I did that the year we did Goofy. Remember, we ended up with the handicap room with no tub. Yeah. Shower. And that's all they had. So we were like, oh, no. So we put our suits on, and we went and sat in the went in the pool because the water is cool enough to at least, I think it's a little effective on the muscles and taking down the swelling a little bit. Definitely helped. And remember some other girls, I'm not going to mention names. We're staying there and we all had this thing where we're all going to go down that scary clown side. Who went down, Jackie? Who went down? It was you and I. We did it. Um, I do want to have this little tip really quick too. If you do plan on taking an ice bath um, and you have a freezer in your hotel room or resort, um, bring baggies and fill them with ice from the vending machine beforehand. So when you get back from the race, you don't have to trounce down the hall. I remember Megan and I carrying like, you know, five bags full of ice right after the food. It would have been so nice to have that already in the freezer and prepared. Right, yeah. Put that on your list. Also, Jackie, you've been pretty good about bringing your BFF. Yeah. And I've been good about borrowing your BFF. <laughs> oh, gosh, that thing. It's so heavy. I need a lighter version. And one thing we do very good is, is we make sure that we go to bed early. Yes, it's hard. And oh, we listened this year. If you haven't, if you didn't yeah. have our podcast, Laura found this app where you can, it's like this lady talking and she's soothing and she's supposed to help you to sleep. And we, we were like, we have to go to sleep. We have to go to sleep. We we're all like, eh. and, and I admit it worked. And then the next night I was like, are you putting the lady on Laura? At first I, we started giggling, but we worked through it. We called her sexy lady. Yeah, talked very sensually and easy, made um, us relax our muscles. Yes. Right now, for me, um, sleeping at Disney is a very big issue. So, one thing, you, if this is an issue with you too, is in the weeks prior, kind of establish a sleep routine. If you're someone who habitually falls asleep watching TV, like I am, which is probably my big mistake, you know, have a routine where you put on an eye mask, um, like no, a sleep mask. You put on earbuds, you listen to white app on your phone or something like Jackie just said, and you could kind of like establish this thing where, okay, your body will respond to that trigger and know, okay, it's time to rest. And I'm just going to say this. Um, there's been one year, I think goofy 2015, I got no sleep at all the night before the half and I woke up crying. Poor Jackie. She, she did her best with me. And you know what? I survived. So the really the best thing is to not worry. The more you worry about getting to sleep, the less likely you're going to sleep. So I survived. I just took a big nap the next day and I was fine. So just keep that in the back of your, your mind here. Earplugs are huge. Everything. Even if you're by yourself, you hear noises, you hear fireworks, you hear people outside, you hear electrical parades, you hear everything. Earplugs are you hear your, it's, it's, I'm just telling you, and I don't know why I didn't start using those until like maybe two years ago. I know. I'm like, oh, they're wonderful. So bring the earplugs. Um, also, we have, this is probably too much information, <laughs> but we have a rule in our group. It's a no flush rule. If yeah. it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down because... Nothing's worse than someone getting up in the middle of the night and peeing and flushing the toilet and waking up everybody waking else everyone. before they go back to bed. So I agree. That's their rule. No, that's a good rule. I'm telling you, those toilets are like so loud in the hotel room. They're like 747s so. at takeoff, man. <laughs> Especially like, what is it, All Stars? They're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
All right, That's Jackie. Definitely. Now that I now that everyone knows what our toilet looks like in the morning on race morning, it's like you don't want to be the first one to go in there because you're like, oh jeez. Oh, Who's goodness. not hydrating enough? Just a little yellow. All right, I'm moving on. <laughs> so let's talk about some race day things that we have done right and wrong. Um, one thing I know that we did very, very right, obsessively right in 2018 is we arrived early. Mm-hmm. We, we get there nice and early. I do not want to deal with the stress of a late bus. It's not worth the extra sleep to me. Everyone has their things, but I just, in my head, whether I'm waking up at 1.30 or 2.30, I'm still waking up at an insane hour. So to me, I'd rather lose the sleep, get there early. I love the pre-race atmosphere at Disney yes. Run. It's so fun connecting with everyone. If, if you were with us at Wine and Dine, maybe you'll see, like, we we love to dance. We love to, I swear, we're sometimes sweating before we even begin, but I love it. It's, it's great. Um, so... I don't want to miss that. To me, that's part of the experience. And again, it relieves the stress. So get there yeah. early. Yeah. And getting back to triggers, that is, I, I think, a group trigger for, I know definitely for you and I, we don't want to be late. We don't want to be late. That would stress mm-hmm. us out. That happened to us um, at the half marathon in 2016. We mm-hmm. left a little bit later than we should have. Uh, we took the monorail and they had some fluke backup at security. The line, Jackie, was just, oh my God. Oh my God. We were so, our blood pressure, we were such a wreck just getting there. And then, like, we didn't get to enjoy any of the stuff we like to do. And then we were basically, like, go to the crowds, and we all just took off. And to this day, that's my worst race of, of, of any race I've ever run. That was, that was horrible. We, I don't think we even yeah. got one pre-race photo. No. We basically and got I think it, it was that. just it started bad, and then I, I didn't feel good during. It just, sometimes you just need that, that routine, so. I can't, for me, I can't stress that enough. Maybe some people think we're crazy, but. I would rather, I would rather get there early and sit around and have that decompressed time, you know, time with friends, get a It was hard when it was cold. I will admit it, but I still would have, I don't know. It still, you know, was worth it. It was worth it. Getting into cold too a good uh, thing that we did kind of like oddball tip is um you know when you wear when you use heat pads like the hand warmers you don't want to wait until you actually get to the race to unpack them because they need the air to simulate the heat and it can take a long time so while we were getting ready we'd all open up our our hand warmers and lay them like on nightstands or the bureau or whatever so then by the time we we're actually ready to leave they would be nice and toasty they would warm up and if they get cool i've learned this over time at football games take them out of your gloves and re-expose them to, to the air and then put them back in and they'll warm up again. Yes. Now, something else that we've done really well during the race um, for the full marathon, we've done this a couple of times, is we passed the time by coming up with a question to ask each other at every mile marker. Stuff like, what is your favorite book, your favorite movie? And it really leads to some great conversation. Yes. My favorite all time is, what movie made you cry? Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, always that's a fun the one. Best question ever. Especially with the guys, because, you know, it's fun to see what makes, what makes guys cry. <laughs> so think of that next time you need to pass some yeah. time. Um, so Don't forget, um, sorry to cut you off, no, don't I, forget throwaway clothes. Yes. I know, I mean, that bring something that you're okay letting go and tossing. Um, you know, we talk about warm costumes, but obviously once you're running, you're already warm. So, 
you know, you might warm up. But so think of things that you may want to wear ahead of time and then just throw away. That reminds me um, of something that I did very wrong during the 2015 half marathon is I wore my throwaways too long. And, you know, it was cold and I was being, you know, it was the night, uh, the night prior, I couldn't sleep. So I was a little bit upset and cranky with myself. And um, I started to sweat underneath my throwaway. So once I actually did toss them, that whole that cold air hit my sweat, and it made me even more cold. So you definitely want to toss them as hard as it may be, you want to toss them before you start running. Um, also, keep note, they were gonna, if you forget this, don't worry, they're going to make the announcement a thousand times as you want to toss your Mylar blankets before going over the start line because it will interfere with your timing chip. Yes. Um, another oddball tip, because you know me, Jackie, I love a good oddball tip, is in your uh, gear bag, you want to pack some sunblock, um, especially if you're pale like me and I burn very easily and have had skin cancer issues. If you put on sunblock early in the morning before you leave your hotel, it's going to be worn off before the race. So you want to apply before you run. And I also bring um, a hand wipe so I can clean my hands because, you know, I'm me. I I (laughs) toss about things like that. And you also want to have it for after the race. If it's sunny and you don't need a jacket and you're hanging out, you know, dancing, having a beer, whatever, you want to put on some sunblock really quick so you don't get burned. You know, you got to remember, it might be really hot. I mean... The year we uh, we're so ingrained of it being freezing because that was last year. But I think was it the this one year it was hot. I mean, I had a tank top and shorts, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful, you know, hot day. So prepare for that too, and that definitely sunblock. You may not think you're going to need it before the race, but once that sun comes up, it's hot. So prepare. Yeah. Something else that I've done wrong um, as far as race day is concerned is I worried too much. But Jackie, I have to tell the story of us before the 2015 marathon. It was our very first marathon. And we had been stressing those days prior where we eat enough. Did we train enough? Did we poop enough? And we woke up and you and I were so oddly calm. It was just so peaceful and we had no stress and we were taking selfies. So I think we like used it all up. For the half and the day the full came listen the day i guess the day the full comes you've done everything you can do at this point yeah. and i think that it finally hit us like what else can we do let's just enjoy it we've done our share of training we can't do any more if we did too little oh well and let's just have fun with it and have fun with the race you know in general yeah try not to be edgy and like you said i think it's huge just have grace out on the course someone might cut you off no, I don't know. Nothing upsets me more than when I hear people like it. It doesn't happen too often, but sometimes you'll hear someone yell at someone or, I mean, it's not like we're all going out there intentionally to be nasty. You might run or jump in front of someone and you're like annoyed and it, it's, you know, be aware of your surroundings, obviously, if you're, but at the same time, have a little grace with each other yeah. and, and just keep going forward and let's be positive and try to make it positive for everyone around us. We've heard some pretty discouraging things that luckily we've been able to kind of toss, not directed to us necessarily, but to mm-hmm. others, although I think we, you and I have been yelled at before. But anyway, <laughs> you have to understand that there are going to be moments when the course is crowded and there is nothing anyone can do. And being cranky with someone who, who maybe, you know, got excited when they saw a character or their family cheering for them and they accidentally cut you off and, you know, don't just, just take a breath and let it go. 
just let yeah. it go. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to hurt your race. It, it shouldn't hurt your race. Let's put it that way. Because we have read comments like, this woman ruined my race because she yeah. did this. And it's like really that one single moment out of all the awesomeness throughout the race ruined it for you. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. And then on the other note, be aware of what you're doing. Like if you have water and you're throwing it, be careful if you're a spitter. Oh. Be careful where you're spitting. Like just things like that. Keep in mind on both ends of it. You know, yeah. be aware if you, you know, we all love our jump shots, but find an open space. Try not to ruin someone's photo. We all love our photos. And then in the same time, do the same as you, you know, try to do to others as you'd want done to you, but try not to be nasty. That's exactly. Have etiquette, but also have grace. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. With that. Um, something else too that I never, ever, ever, ever do is I never worry about my time or my pace. And that is something that I feel I have done very, very right. Um, to be clear though, if your goal is to get a PR for a Disney race, that is awesome go for it. I know you're going to be amazing. But if you're someone like us who likes to get character photos and, and, you know, selfies and, and do little videos in front of the mile markers, you can't have that and also have a time expectation or a pace expectation at the same time. Yeah, you know, exactly. just don't worry about it. And while also being careful, <laughs> you don't want to get too carried away. And, you know, um, we've also tracked the balloon ladies in the past. Um, just to make sure I never get notifications. Have you ever gotten a notification though? I'm terrible. It seems like other people do. But um, Shannon will let us know or Sarah will let us know where they're. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to have someone. So, I mean, try, sometimes you're able to track them or find their names out. Social media sometimes is a good way to help with that. And then you could actually download the app and see where they're at. I feel like. I'm trying to think last year, maybe it was Leslie. Someone was updating us with, with where their whereabouts were. And that was oh, kind of yeah. nice. It gave us a little bit of peace or cushion. So if you find the ability to do that, that, that tends to help with the yes. nerves. And I know that's a little bit of a hot topic. Some people think that that is, you know, um, not respecting their privacy. But if you would listen to the Team Shenanigans podcast where they had them on, the balloon ladies were guests. They specifically said that it does not bother them to be tracked unless it puts other runners at risk. And I'm assuming what she meant is if, if there's someone that runs at a 16 mile pace, same as them, you know, if it could somehow come back and people could track that. I don't know what exactly okay. she meant, but that's a really good episode to listen to if you want to get more details. Um, and, you know, anyway, I ended pretty weak there, didn't I, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. let's get into, uh, well, here's another, this is under my oddball list, but it fits in here. This is both on my right and wrong list, and Jackie, hear me out beforehand, but we rode Everest, which, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I know, if Rob was here, he'd be rolling his eyes right now. We <laughs> actually stopped, uh, actually, for the 2015 race, it was, no, yes, 2006, ugh, come on, use your words. Use your words. Jenny, it was our goal. Jenny and I had the goal. Whatever it took, we want to ride Everest. We did not care. That was our number one goal was to ride Everest. But we arrived there at like 20 of nine and it was not running yet. They were still testing it. There's already people in line for this, Jackie. There was no way we were going to stop and wait 20 minutes. My legs would have just cramped up and I would not have been able to move afterwards. Um, and then for 2018, 
we were coming up, we knew where the balloon ladies were and Rob made the decision that we're not going to stop. We don't have time. And then all of a sudden we get up there and he's like, I want to ride over us. And he like veers over there. Which I know. He looked at me. He's like, do you want to? And I was like, yeah. Like it was totally like we were five years old. Like we were totally bad kids. Like literally that's what I felt because like there was no, it was so impulse and it was so like, I, in that little bubble moment, it was very selfish and I didn't think about anybody else. I just was like, yeah, I want to go. And of course it ended up wonderful. But in that moment, I just was like, it really was. And I'll admit it. I didn't, I just was like, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. And I probably would have went completely by myself at that moment, even if he didn't want to. I think I may have still done it, but I'm glad it all worked out. But it, it's created a, a stressful environment for, for you, and I'm glad it worked I, out. I'm not one you can throw upon. And my thing, too, is when you, if you stop for a character photo, you still have access to the course. If you see, like, you know, balloon ladies approaching or whatever, you can still join the course. When you're on a roller coaster and if it breaks down or something happens, you got, you're stuck. You cannot go anywhere and you can't see the course. And that lack, that sense of no control is what triggered me. Um, also, too, like, I don't really get motion sickness, but it makes me feel a little loopy in the head while we're at the park. So doing that and running afterwards probably was a mistake on my behalf, but I still did it. Um, and also, like, you have to keep in mind um, that you're only at mile 13, correct? Mm -hmm. You still have halfway to go, and it would be a lot different. I think I would feel a lot more relaxed about it had it been at, like, mile 22 or something like that. I would have been a lot more relaxed. Um, but I, I'm glad we did it. It was a wonderful memory. We have some amazing, amazing video. So will you do it this year? Huh? Will you do we it have this to, year? We have to plan for this. I mean, if that is something that is, is a goal, then let's talk about it before. I think Jenna Lynn wants to. I just, so. I just need to know up front so I can that's mentally nice. prepare, you know. And that's okay. And that comes down to personalities, too. And, like, there's a planner in you, and sometimes things like that might be hard for you. Right. You know and, what I mean? So had we had said it. a lack of control. Yes. You know, that's, that's also a trigger for me is being away from the course and not having that control. Because I think Heather was on it, and it did break down. It was only a minute, but she said it was the worst minute of her life because she's like, <laughs> oh, my God, what did I do? So we do. I mean, it was great. Fantastic. I'm so glad we did it. But I really want to stress to people who are listening today is to really think hard about it and really make a good decision. If you are way back, if you, you know what I'm saying? I think we were, we were definitely in a safe place. And we also were healthy enough and conditioned enough that if we had to, we could kick it in another notch and, yeah. and go forward. Exactly. So really make, you know, really think about this before. And if you have any type of motion sickness, uh -uh, I would not get on it. <laughs> That's just my opinion because you don't want to come off, try to run and yak at the same time. So that's the yak and yeti. Get it? Get my joke. <laughs> yak and yeti. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. That was you good. You don't want to have your own yak and yeti. All right. All right. We'll see what happens this year. We'll keep no. it posted. No, we're good. We're good. Um, so let's get into some things that we did really well afterwards. Jackie, first on my list is we danced. Oh, yes. And we did that after, we've done that every year. And I really, haven't we? Yeah. We did it after 2015, 16. Yes. That's our thing. Because I that mean, was when we first met our Beyonce buddy, and yeah. we were trying to outdance him to um, Mickey, and he, he shredded us. It was embarrassing. Oh, yeah. It was. But we it should was have just cool. saw him dance because he kind of wiped <laughs> us there. <laughs> it really was. Uh, it's at Disney, thank goodness they have that wonderful DJ still going and right to the end. And um, that is really a fun moment. You could celebrate and 
you know, it's a great way to find friends because um, your friends all know, they all know to go to the stage and they're going to find us either by the beer stand or, <laughs> but you know, if you have friends coming in after, they'll come find us and it really, more than anything, it helps your legs. It yes. really helps recovery. It shakes I know you want to just body. lay down and do nothing, but yeah. it, yes, it, like you said, it gets rid of all the, the BF stuff. And I know Jenny and I, after 2015, it was chilly. So we're sitting on the lawn chairs to head out and we're hunched over and I could feel my legs cramp up. But then we saw Beyonce Betty and we went out on the dance floor and not only did we get warm, but our legs felt so much better afterwards. So definitely put that on your list. Um, I've already mentioned ice baths. Um, and to make sure that you recover where well, here's an oddball tip is if you do plan on getting an adult beverage, which you, that's where you will find me, is make sure you bring your ID. One year, <laughs> this girl, okay, look, I'm no spring chicken. I fully admit that. And she carded me and I'm just like, honey, honey, count, count the crow's feet, baby. And she yeah. was just doing her job. I totally understand that. But you know, I did have to dig out my ID, thank God, and, and she wouldn't serve me without this ID. I think probably I was, it was a very rare thing. Okay, Jackie, I don't know how long I've been talking. It feels like forever. So we are going to wrap some things up with some rapid fire oddball tips and go. All right. One really cool thing we did last year is they gave us um, special ears for the 25th anniversary. And I did see that they are going to be giving away ears again this year. And we went to Epcot and we got them embroidered and we have like our names and I think it was it 48.6. I don't even remember what we put, but we put our names on them. So that was something special we did. So I, I think that's a cool thing to do. And we got a really cute picture with them all lined up on like this uh, stone wall with their names. It was just, it was a beautiful picture. All right. So an oddball thing that I did wrong in 2016 is I packed way too much in my race belt. I mean, I think I had everything girl. And at one point I went to get a goo and I had all this crap fall out and thank God I didn't hurt anybody. But Jenny and I are like gathering my lipstick and this and that. So really be selective. And it's all about pockets on your shorts too, ladies. They are yeah. the best. That's all right, best. Jackie, what do you got next? All right. And one other thing er, that I thought of um, is, you don't want to lose your bib. So if you're going to the expo and you're planning to do a park after, we always make a pit stop to the resort and drop everything off. Um, you know, working at an airport, I see items left behind every single day, things you would never think you'd leave behind somewhere. And I would hate for someone to lose their bib in a park. So I definitely handle that with care. Yes. And absolutely. even after the races, be very careful, especially if you're doing dopey because you use the same bib. Yes. So Absolutely. I'm going to stick with the wrong side here. Um, another thing I did in 2015 is I wore a brand new belt for the first time and it rode up constantly throughout the race and was quite the pain in the butt. So don't, no, just no, no, no. Don't try anything. No. Nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> All right. Another quick do is um, do some stretching while you're in the corrals. I know like for us, we're dancing, moving around. But then we go in and we're standing still in a corral or sometimes me, I'll even sit my butt on the ground to save my feet. But while you're sitting there, do some stretches. Try to keep the blood flowing because when you start running, it's a little achy. We've done that before where the fireworks go off and all of a sudden we're like, oh, God, oh my God, we have to run. I'm like, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ow. It's like yeah. the Tin Man. Like, I'm like, where's my oil can? So definitely do your dynamic stretches before the race. Sticking with the don'ts here, 
Uh, before I, I don't know why I didn't do this, but for the, um, the 10 K, I didn't pin the bottom of my bib. I, maybe mm -hmm. I was worried about aesthetics and what happened throughout the race is my bib would flip up and I could have missed out on a lot of solo photo pass. Thank God I ran with you guys and I was able to, you know, get all the pictures that your bib was clearly shown. So pin, pin, pin and bring safety pins for extra. Yes. <laughs> I also, before I wore a flip belt and I didn't flip it because I don't know why if you're familiar with them you'll know what I'm talking about so I lost my phone charger on Everest so thank God Rob brought one um we're running out of time Jackie oh another good thing is I brought my souvenir uh beer cup to the race so I get the um discounted refill price I have asked every time I've done this and it is allowed and the last thing Jackie I'm gonna let you take it all right and last and very important is you know overall this can be a stressful experience other people may be stressed but it is amazing and it's so fun and just roll with it and maybe it'll make for a really good story one day and you're gonna laugh about it um i know we have our share of those moments where we look back and we're like remember that happened so just really have fun have we are so lucky we are all able to do this and yes. remember that when you're going through the hard moments think about we are so fortunate we are in Disney World we are running we are able and I just really 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 want to stress do have fun yes and have celebrate fun. afterwards and celebrate, celebrate 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 eat fattening junk food yes. celebrate talk to people meet people throw yourself put yourself out there a little bit um, because the, the runner community is wonderful and it's such a it's like a big family and people love love talking to other runners we love hearing stories others love to share it's just wonderful all right so i think that's it we squeezed a lot of information in here for you i hope we gave you all some great ideas of what to do and what not to do and we are so excited this race is approaching so fast and i hope if you see say hello we'd love to meet you and we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful marathon weekend. And thank you for tuning in today. We really appreciate it. Um, if you would like, leave us a review or some comments or questions. Reach out to us. We can be found on Facebook. We also have the Joyful Miles Running Club on Facebook. So if you want, join that. It's a great running group. Uh, very positive. Um, lots of information. It's a great group of runners. And you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. So thank you. And YouTube, of course, if you want. We have some recap videos from last year. It, I know for me, I love watching them. It makes me so excited to get out there. Oh, my so. gosh. The, the one, I just did the final clip. It's like a two-minute video of the finish. I could watch that again and again and again and again and again. And never, and never. And it will always make me cry every single time. Every single time. It just, it just gets me it. so excited. So um, embrace, embrace the tough moments and in, celebrate the wonderful ones. And... Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Take care, everybody. Bye, everyone. Oops, sorry. My cue. All right, ready? One, two, three, together. Joyful. Why do we? It never works out. It never works. All right. It's the delay of the internet. All right. Thanks, everybody. We're going to embrace the chaos.